You're listening to Adamair MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. Welcome back, guys. <clears throat> I'm sitting in LaGuardia Airport waiting for my flight here. <laughs> Heading out to see the woman I love. Life goes on. I had a good time here in a way. Stop my friend from drinking to death. This that was an added bonus. Oh God, flight number 6101 to Washington. Paging customer Timothy Ramos and customer. That's not here on the show. All right. Not, not well, I wanted to do a show about failure. So today's about failures. <laughs> Especially if you are uh, a creator and uh, you're an artist with a vision, you're pioneering, plan on failing a few hundred times. These little overnight dicks that fucking make it, fuck these guys. That shit's a, a wet dream. You ever heard that expression, nothing good comes easy? Well, you're listening to that show today. So welcome back to Adam Air MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. The Podzine podcast that uh, caters to your more mentally ill nature. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to introduce you to my friend Aldrin, Alan Drin. He doesn't even live on this planet. He lives in the Animus Quadrant in the 23rd dimension. <laughs> so stick around, listen up, Buttercup. Let's get this fucker rolling. Failure. <laughs> Probably not the music you wanted to hear on the failing episode. <laughs> Sounds like you failed pretty tough, buddy. No, I'm just playing. Um, okay, well, you know, it's probably because I did so many fucking psychedelics in my life, but I think about things in a weird way. And when I was a kid, I saw the movie Cool World, and it came out after Roger Rabbit, and it was the next uh, humans meeting, ra uh, you know, cartoons. In the movie, he's the guy's tripping out. He's like, no, I draw these guys, and they're real now, and I don't know how to handle it. Well, I decided to go ahead and do something totally fucking cool for you guys. And, <laughs> you know, there's a reason the Matt Groening and all these guys know what's going to happen in the future when they make this shit is because... They're going back in time. They're opening portals. Don't think Matt Groening can't do this shit, dude. All he does is draw The Simpsons. Yeah, right, motherfucker. Go look and do some minor detective work into that dude. And, uh, and David X. Cohen. And their use of shrooms in every episode of Futurama. Which I totally agree with all, all of it except for the changing of time. Because I don't know what people's uh, M.O.s are, man. And really, I don't know Mad Graining. But it sounds kind of fucky. Anyway, he did give me a good review in Fact Sheet 5 back in 94 about my comic book illustration. So I figure he's a pretty good dude. Anyway, I'm going to bring back C2 for the first time here on Season 3. And if you go and look for this thing called Portal to Sedona on YouTube, which the guy who originally made the fucking video is now MIA, but <laughs> he he's MIA because he opened up a portal in his room. 
And you have to watch these like seven videos if you can find them. I can't, I don't even know if they're up anymore, man. But when they were up, it was about this guy. And the reason I, one of the reasons I believe the thing is because other people have tried to debunk it. And when they were trying to debunk it, they actually did the same thing he did, which was open this fucking portal. And I'm going to tell you how to do it here on this episode. And with C2's help, we're going to do some mad science on this motherfucking episode. And I'm going to contact my cartoon character, who's in the Animus Quadrant. That's how I draw him. He lives in a place called the Animus Quadrant in the 23rd Dimension. On a planet called Zerth. On a volcanic island called Mount Vernon. Which is basically the combination of Philadelphia, San Francisco, New York. There's some Chicago, Philly, Seattle definitely in there. Anyway, with my girlfriend Chainsaw's permission, when, when she wakes up, I'm going to go ahead and open this fucking portal. That's how the show's going to start off. We're going to get C2 on the horn. He's going to walk me through this thing. Believe it or not, we're going to open up a portal right here on the show. So, well, why the fuck are you going to open up this portal, right? Well, so I can contact Aldrin, right? Well, why you want to contact Aldrin? <laughs> well, the whole thing was I wanted to have him on as a guest. So he would have to... Uh, be my guest and talk to me about failing since that's how I draw the motherfucker as a failure. All right, I'm in the uh, studio, which would be uh, the kitchen. Chainsaw's still asleep. I'm still keeping it down, but uh, I got C2 on the line. And uh, <laughs> I know uh, if anybody knows how to do this fucking shit and open up a portal to another uh, dimension or whatever. It's going to be my guy here. Uh, <laughs> what's up, C2? Welcome back for the fourth uh, thingy we've done together here. Yeah. Well, greetings to everybody from behind the clouds up on the Continental Divide. <laughs> yeah, man. It must be beautiful up there right now, right? Oh, yeah. The wildflowers are incredible. We get random lightning strikes today, and then it's sunny. It's uh, pretty entertaining. Sounds serendipitous. Is that the, would that be a word audacious enough to use there? Um, works for me. <laughs> it's fucking, how about what they'll say? It's fucking rad. It's fucking rad. Uh, content. Content, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, well, it's good to have you back, dude. And, uh, I know I let you in on a little bit of what I was doing, but I want to tell you that, you know, how far am I off from, realistically opening this portal like that guy did in that gateway to Sedona video. Did you see that on YouTube? Yeah, I checked it out after you told me about it. Okay. What did, what was your opinion about it? Let's get that out of the way. Um, all that can be done by practical effects, but also, um, the person did not strike me as having that sort of knowledge. Um, I have researched practical effects and even used them from time to time. Uh, no CGI um, that's really evident. Uh, there's some um, mechanical tricks or practical non-CGI tricks that could accomplish some of that, but for what that person was doing and the yield expected from that person is not matching with somebody who would have that skill set. <laughs> right. Well, you know, you watched all of them. I think they yanked them all, dude. But you watched it from the beginning when he thought it was his painting. I just went to Internet Archives and picked it up. Oh, okay. Well, like I was saying, you know, there's a few things on the video that lead me to believe that, yeah, he doesn't have the uh, uh, knowledge, but um, also, like, everything's on Google or you can, or you can find some kind of way to, uh, get the information even on accident, man. Um, 
Yeah, there's plenty of stuff in archive history that people don't realize. It may disappear off the main branches, but there are archive servers everywhere. Yep. Do you think that when you see these things, because uh, you've actually seen a portal in front of you, correct? Yep. Uh, you uh, Would you say it looks like the way CGI is presented? Um... Would it look what like CGI? Mean? Like, would it look? Could it? Could it be fake? Could this thing be faked through CGI? It could, but with the camera that person was using, and the technology of that exact time period, it you're probably looking at ten to twenty thousand dollars worth of computer time, and at least a covalent twelve hundred dollar program plus for that effect. Um, to happen with that expenditure and everything it could happen but due to the low amount of views and that individual his body language and um just everything that was there there are uh, hundreds of things that could be done to modify the scene a lot better to make it quote more believable that would have been done by a real effects expert that wasn't done by this person yet yielded an equivalent effect so, long story short, yeah. there's a lot of things I could be skeptical about logistically. Um, I'm going to say that it's likely to be real, just simply due to the fact that the money expenditure and time expenditure really don't match the yield, nor does that person's technology and the tricks that are used to increase believability. They weren't used either. Um, you know, you can change the color of that room just a little bit and put different objects, drapes, covers that would actually react better with CGI. And yeah. The environment was tuned, so to speak. So the fact that the environment isn't tuned to be compatible with CGI is uh, pretty damn intriguing. <laughs> <coughs> I hear you. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I uh, So, okay... Because, okay, I, well, I want to talk about Project Bluebeam real fast, too, uh, because here's a, a conspiracy dealing with, and a lot of people, you know, knowing it by now, uh, whether they believe it or not um, is why it's a conspiracy, but, you know, that the plane wasn't actually there that hit the building, and that it was this, you know, f film, it was a film that you know, went into the building, actually. It wasn't actually there. I, I'm a little unclear on this building. Well, the uh, Twin Towers on 9-11. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to clarify. There's so many people running things into stuff, I can't keep track anymore. Jesus, I guess that's true. Um, but, uh, you know, on 9-11 specifically, I always thought that's what that guy, that knucklehead's whispering into George W.'s ear there is he's saying, Project Bluebeam is aboard, you know, or some bullshit, you know, uh, is a go, whatever. Um, you know, I, and I always, and I still am holding the, the knowledge that the Alpha Draconians are here, that we're under a fucking intergalactic alien war. And my mind hasn't changed about that. But, okay. but I also, you know, and Nibiru and all this other shit. Uh, that's all coming into play here. Um, and I don't want to stray off too hard, but with the Project Bluebeam thing, I felt like, okay, they use HARP towers and they use this project, this techno uh, technological like projection. And they use both of them simultaneously to make it sound and look like a, a, a plane is flying into that building when really there's nothing there. Um, with that kind of technology, you know, uh, it just seems like in time, everything that uh, is technologically available right now, uh, you can do, uh, you can just create it at home. So that's when I came up with the idea, well, I'm the guy who, who believes in the fucking uh, Rosenberg Bridge theory. And, oh, that's valid. Yeah, and, uh, and that parallel Earth thing. So if you could use that same kind of tech just to get break through a dimension and into a dimension then you could you know 
access anyone you wanted uh, with a certain kind of uh, pinpointing uh, tech to it. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Say yes. <laughs> well, I think you described as an interesting phenomenon is the fact that uh, technically with the Rosenberg equations, you don't actually need an open portal on the other side because technically if you break from our portal side, then there's always going to be, you're just breaking over to the next side or up a side or down a side. So you only really need the bridge from one side. And there are some incredible difficulties that are overlooked and with simple solutions. And uh, I am thankful they haven't figured out a lot of these simpler solutions. Otherwise, we might have a lot of holes everywhere. I think we have enough holes here. Oh, God, yeah. Um, well, what is the probability of being able to uh, hotwire something here in Chainsaw's uh, kitchen to, you know make that little uh if i have the frequencies like that guy had on that video is that what's really opening that that portal and if so what do i need to alter it to break through further does that make sense oh no it makes perfect sense and it can be done quite easily with minimalistic amount of material the uh steamboat opening of 97 october 23rd and 24th was shut down with a modified maser made from a tv which is a microwave laser a lot of people don't realize the old cathode ray tubes that we used to watch um actually if they are wired in a different manner can emit some lethal gamma radiation oh, they also could be modified to emit micromillimeter radiation, which is currently part of the 5G big debate, but um, if you can make a directional transducer from the cathode ray tube, pump about 300 watts through it, and actually make sure that uh, you are in a micromillimeter range, you can make a maser or a microwave laser. Yeah. Now, these can be compatible enough to shut one down. To open one, you don't need a maser, you just need a specific amount of electrical potential. But there's one problem in the Rosenberg equations that no one's overcome officially. What's that? For the bridges to actually connect, there has to be a specific matter in the moment the bridge is created, and that has to be accelerated at the speed of light and then brought back. And that seems like an insurmountable amount of physics, doesn't it? Yeah, it seems pretty fucked up. No, it's actually really quite simple. Uh, I have access to depleted deuterium water, so it's quite easy for me to aerosolize a mist and then put the frequency of 490505 right into that area through a series of electrodes, anodes, and cathodes and then when the mist is heavy enough, discharge energy, in, uh, electricity primarily in my case, into that at a high enough level that the water turns into a gas plasma. When the water turns into a gas plasma, it accelerates at the speed of light right in the place it's at and then contracts back on itself. So literally, if they had the Hadron Collider and put a depleted deuterium mist in the target zone and then hit it, they can quite easily rip dimensions, but luckily we haven't figured that one out. Oh, it sounds exciting. Uh, is it something that we can just do right now? It is something you can do right now with minimal amount of preparation, but the safety margins and errors <laughs> will be holistically high. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're breaking like uh, some laws of physics here, kind of. More likely, if you get it wrong, you'll have a plasma reaction, which will then probably burn all the air and maybe a centimeter of skin off of your direction if you haven't angled it. It's worth it. You want to do this shit? <laughs> well, <laughs> you and see, but I mean, if you got... Well, we can make it like a cooking show from here out if you want to do that. Well, do you have a screwdriver? Yep.
I know he has a microwave on the counter there. Oh, yeah. Why don't you take the back off the microwave? Okay. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Let me put on some cooking show music. Okay, I'm in the kitchen. I got the uh, back off the microwave here. And uh, let's do some cooking, huh? Alrighty. Now, before we go any further, this should be in a uh, large transformer on the bottom left or right. Okay. Hold on. Don't, don't touch that or you're going to have the world's first snuff podcast. Oh, shit. Well, that was close. Okay. <laughs> and you're sure it's unplugged? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that transformer and capacitor system can hold a charge up to about five to eight hours, so yeah, don't touch that. Oh, shit. There should be a small slot about an inch uh, to two inches tall going all the way across the top of the microwave where you can look into it. Okay. Now, do you see kind of a round, flat canister in there, like a round shoe polish tin? Is it this thing that looks like a... Which part does it look like? Uh, it's right, going to be right in the center up there, and it's going to look like a round shoe polish tin, flat on its flat side. Hold on, let me hit it pretty hard. Uh, don't do that. Oh, shit. Um, that canister actually contains beryllium, americanium, or californium. Oh. So what, yeah. So what happens is that little tube that comes off to the side, that has got a couple wires on it that goes to that round disc, actually is a very high-power electron beam. And it hits the americanium, californium, beryllium puck in there and excites it, which then sends micromillimeter radiation down into the uh, cooking area. So Oh, I see. So. <laughs> I'll try not to, yeah, hold on. Hold, oh, shit. <laughs> You're going to have to uh, Is this supposed to be leaking this blue stuff? Okay, hold on, I'll just put the, hold on. Oh, no, that's something else. Good, okay. Good, because if you get beryllium outside of that container, you Okay, I, I think it's just uh, some blue ice cream I had the other day. I should get it out of it. Hold on. You still like raspberry? No, it was a stuff called Blue Moon, man. It was awesome. Oh, wow. Here, hold on. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, I'm ready to go. What's the next step? All right. Take those jumper cables we talked about. Okay. Hope this doesn't wake up Chainsaw. Well, if it does, you probably won't be alive to suffer the consequences. Yeah, she's out like a she's out like a sack of rocks. Okay. Okay, let's go. They're hooked up. Okay. Off the back side of the transformer, there should be a green wire soldered to the side of it that has a copper-looking clip. Oh, okay. Well, it puts the red alligator clip on that. Wow, it started making my leg bleed. Is that supposed to happen? Um, I've never heard of that. Okay, hold on. I think I got this thing hooked up. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay, the black alligator clip uh, that one's going to need to go you're going to see a wire conduit running from the tube down to a plastic uh, line yeah right there is actually going to be where it plugs into a, 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 a push clip now it should be enough exposed metal there for you to get a grip with a black alligator clip lead there okay hold on oh shit Oh. Okay. Well, hold on. All right, I got it. I got it. <laughs> now, the beaker of distilled water you have on the counter next to that. Okay. 
Put the black alligator clip into that on the other side. What happens is... Because there's like two little thingies. Which one is it? Um, you should have the first side hooked up to the transformer red and that wire clip on the other side black, and then you go to the other end of the jumper cable. Okay. And when you're at the other end of the jumper cables, you take the black lead and put it into the jar, beaker, whatever you've got of distilled water. All right. All right. Now, the red one. Okay, this is going to be important next. <laughs> <laughs> the red one, you're going to actually hook up to the kitchen sink. Okay. Because we're going to try to ground this out. Hold on. And then I got to run the water out, right? Nope. You just hook it up to the kitchen sink. Okay, hold on. Ugh. Okay. All right, I got it. All right. Now, at this time, make sure the microwave door is closed. Okay. Got it. Right. Now... Carefully shielding your face, plug the microwave in. Is it going to make some weird noisy thing? Not to my uh, knowledge, because we just need to get the system ready to be powered. We're not going to be turning it on. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. So, is it plugged in? Yeah. All right. So... You need the coordinate code of where you're going. Okay. So why don't you text me um, your coordinate code, and then I'll run that through a frequency analyzer, and then I will give you the frequency back. Here, hold on. You get, you hear that? While you're dialing, just make sure you send that text to me. Sent. Okay. Okay. Let me see here. Let me get my unit on. Channel mode. Menu. And? Frequency mode. Okay. So, let me adjust that. Let me run the background on it. We got about 30 seconds. Sorry, low bar on this thing. Jeez. Do, 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 do. Almost there. No, now we got longer, now we got shorter. A few seconds left. <laughs> and got it. So, are you ready? Yes. All right. Ow, ow, ow. Okay, go ahead. All right. Here's the frequency. Are you ready to write it down? It's going to say it itself. Okay. Four nine zero five zero five. Got it, man. That puts you about oh, that puts you about ten thousand away from the upper range of the ultra high frequency band UHF. And this is all going to be relatively like not so noisy process. Uh, uh, well, I don't know. The glass beaker might explode when it develops into the associated mist and then plasma. I'm going to have to bite the bullet. <laughs> All right, man. Well. All right, now listen carefully. This is actually important. Um, we've established that the rate watt rating on your microwave is 450. Yeah. And, which is good because if you had a 700 watt, I couldn't guarantee what would happen next. So, probably, let me do my math here. Uh, 450 watts 
And we got your altitude there. You got all the other major appliances off. You know, the only thing that could possibly really screw with this is if you have an airplane go overhead right now. Oh, God damn it. I'm like right next to an airport, man. Oh, well, they emit a lot of radar when they fly. So that could actually intermix with the frequency and yield some interesting results. Wow. Well, I guess that's that's just... I'm going to have to suck that one, huh? Well, I guess if you don't hear one, nothing's happening. So what will happen? They'll just lose uh, transfer and then I will get him back, or...? Now there's something called a Monroe effect. It's how you make a shape charge to pierce through metal. It's where the intersection of two wavefronts can actually generate a much more powerful wavefront. I see. Um... Well... So the time you're going to need is 37 seconds. So, you could probably turn the microwave on to 40 seconds to give you a three-second over-leeway, but still have the timer kick in and not go too far. Did you say something before the show about a 52-digit code I'll end up needing? Um, well, the coordinate code. Um, do I just have to do that to the equivalent of 52? Just keep dialing that in until it adds up to 52? Is that what you meant? Um, oh, I'm glad we talked. No, it isn't. Oh, shit. Here, hold on. I'll text you the code. Okay. Got that here. And... Typing in 52 numbers is pain. I'm glad I remembered that part. I'm glad you clarified yourself, frankly. <laughs> I don't want this to be a snuff cap. No. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's not... That's a stupid one-way way to get easy. Hold on, I gotta concentrate for one more thing. Alright, uh, sent it to you. Yep, it's sending. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. All right. Oh. <clears throat> All right, dude. Well, do you think other people are doing this kind of shit right now? Um. Oh yeah, all the time. Sometimes, most of the time, accidentally. But yes, you can quite deliberately do it if you know about the plasma trick to fill the matter void uh, for the Rosenberg equation to actually something out and then bring it back. Wow. Alright. I'll let you know if it works and uh, I guess if I come back looking like a Pop-Tart. Alright. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Hold on. Thanks for being here, C2, and thanks for telling me how to rig this thing together. Hold on a second. Oh my god. Uh, whoa. I can't believe it, dude. There's actually a fucking portal. <laughs> a miniature portal. Okay, so the guy said go ahead and dial this fucking code in. Takes a minute. Hold on. It's like 52 digits. <laughs> Can't fucking believe it. Pretty awesome. It's really bright. And I'll be honest, it looks like fucking CGI, dude. It looks like something you would see on a computer. But it is real. It's because it's right in front of me. Okay. I got the phone ready. Let me hook this thing into the battery. <laughs> wow. This thing's actually fucking working. This thing's actually fucking working, dude. Oh my god. Alright, I'm gonna hit this bowl, dude. I'm sticking my hand into a portal for the first time. Chainsaw's asleep, she doesn't even know what I'm doing. She probably wouldn't appreciate very much if she knew I was breaking uh, Newton's third law of physics in her apartment right now, but that's all right. All right, hold on. All right, I'm gonna hit this pipe. 
Oh shit, I'm getting a signal. What the fuck? Holy shit, is this thing working? I can't believe it, dude. Aldrin! Oh my god, it's, it's real. They're all Earths are fucking real. I'm gonna hit this pipe. What the fuck? Did you guys hear that shit, dude? Oh my god. Shit, I lost it, dude. It's because this plane, these planes keep flying above my head. They're breaking the fucking radio wave. But uh, anyway, I'm going to try it again. That was awesome, dude. He sounds like me, kind of, but like a cartoon. Oh, shit, chainsaw's awake. Babe, is it okay that I opened a portal in the kitchen? I guess. All right, we're good. Green light. All right, hold on. I'm going to try this fucking thing again. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Well, I hate to say it, but I guess I failed to anticipate. So that is one level stage of failure. What did I fail to anticipate? Well, I, I failed to anticipate that Chainsaw would probably kick me out and uh, put me on friends-only status <laughs> if I uh, opened a uh, portal in her living room. Uh, it didn't really go that well, so uh, now I'm living a couple blocks down the road. Uh, you know, uh, we're friends, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, um, failure. Okay, well, you're seeing it firsthand. I fucking failed. How am I handling it? Well, sex is a powerful thing. I don't like missing out on that shit. No one does. But, um... <laughs> It burns, right? Failure it sucks. It sucks the shit right out of your shithole. So now I'm in another place. I rigged up the whole thing again. I'm about to open up the portal, but before I do, I wanted to say, uh, I know this is kind of a weird episode, and it's been timed out. Now we're looking now all the way back at about a month. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Anyway, oh, God. It's like a head orgasm. I love Chainsaw. I don't think she was in the right, necessarily, for kicking me out just for making a fucking portal. But whatever, I'm going to fucking do it again. And I'm going to go ahead and try to contact Aldrin. And there's still airplanes out. And they can interfere with this transmission shit, but at least I'm stationary. And I hope this is coming through okay. Uh, and Chainsaw, I'm sorry for opening that portal in your living room without asking permission. And on that end, I consider myself to be an utter failure. All right, well, let's hold on and let's see how this is going to go. Last time I just fucking turned it on and it was already set up and it just went straight to Zerth. I can't believe this shit's fucking real, man. You know, you can do this too. You know, I encourage uh, everyone out there to make shift your microwave and hot wire it into a fucking uh, portal maker. And uh, with complete access of, uh, you know, Latitude and longitude of the 23rd dimension and all other bullshit that, you know, I really get C2 to, you know, back me up on that shit. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna fucking turn it on. Hold on. I guess this is it, man. I'm about to flip the fucking switch. Hopefully it doesn't bother my neighbors. Alright. It's working. I see this. There it goes. Rad. Nice, dude. Whoa. Oh, it didn't do that before. It's going like... Takes a minute. Well, there Yo, holy shit, man. What in the fuck is going on, dude? This What's up, Aldrin? Dude, I can't believe uh, this shit. I know, dude. Isn't this crazy? Yeah, me neither, dude. Oh my god, this is fucking wild. Yeah, it's crazy. It's fucking creepy. I don't know. Where are you at? So you're... Where are you, dude? I'm in the third dimension. The third dimension. Yeah, dude. What in the fuck? Oh, shit, man. This is crazy. Oh. It's warping in and out. That's pretty crazy. Hold on. 
Oh, there it goes. There it goes. <laughs> hey, uh, what the fuck, dude? This is pretty fucking awesome, dude. So, this is pretty cosmic. And yeah, that totally. to know something. Okay, dude, what's up? What do you want to know? I want to know why are you contacting me, huh? Oh, yeah, well, I mean... I'll I mean, it's cool and all, but is there a reason? Are all the Earths going to get destroyed? Oh, well, you know, there is the Mandela effect, in case you haven't heard that. Yeah, they call it the Pandela effect here. <laughs> the Pandela effect. Pandela. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> huh. Well, it's not just about conspiracy and shit, dude, you know, I mean... It's about, uh... You know, I wanted to get you on as a guest, and I wanted to see if it was, I could really get through. And I wanted to see if it was a conspiracy to break through time and space, you know? That's okay, it. Okay, well, outside of conspiracies and shit, actually, why are you contacting me? Because I do a PTSD podcast. Okay, yeah, podcast. Yeah, I wanted to get you on as a guest. You know? I thought it was important. Oh, yeah? To talk about failure. Failure. Yeah. Well, that's kind of ironic because that sounds like a fucking failure, right? What? You broke no. time and space to contact me. Yeah. And it, you know, to talk about failure. <laughs> my life is riddled with failure, bro. If I'm anything like you, I'm exactly like you, dude. <laughs> For sure. I think you are, man. <laughs> Does it sound like something you would really do, though? I mean, I guess. I draw you in my dimension, you know, and uh, that's what you would do, right? I mean, you would do some fucking shit like that. Yeah, it sounds exactly like something I would do. Break time and space to contact your ass and talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, man. Oh, well, fuck. Yes, here we are. Do you want to talk about failure? I don't know how much time we got on this thing before. I know. You know, goes to shit, but I know we it. built the same contraption at the same time just because we were baked enough. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That is fucking cool. We smoking anyway. Gorilla glue. Well, that sounds pretty dope. Dude. It is fucking yeah. dope, dude. Well, I wish you could send me some. <laughs> I wish I could too, man. You motherfucker. God damn it. You know I would. Well, I guess. Do you wanna? Uh, do this thing then? Do you want to do this podcast? You feeling it? How do you feel about that? Because um, I don't want to put you on the spot or whatever, you know, so it's up to you. So what's up, dude? Go ahead and ask me a question then. About failing? About failing, I guess, yeah. So what's it like for you to deal with failure and PTSD there? Um, well, <laughs> having PTSD and failing... Uh, are very hard fucking things to fucking deal with, right? I mean... Yeah, fucking A, dude. I know, man. I don't think I do very well. I'm usually uh, indisposed. Me too, motherfucker. Me too. I bet you are. <laughs> like I said, if this is just a parallel... Yep, I guess it's the same all across the universe. Yeah. Mm, damn, man. This shit's heavy, dude. Wow. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Holy shit, dude. I don't know. Failing sucks. I mean, I'm too stoned, and I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, well, nothing's heavier than this new fucking Boris. Have you heard that shit? No, dude. Actually. Oh, well, you better get the fuck on that, motherfucker. What's it called, man? What's it called? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm too big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... I don't want to talk about failure anymore, you know? It just reminds me I know. of the chicks I've lost and shit. I just lost my chick just now. You did? Yep, I lost it because I contacted you. <laughs> Dude, I gotta say, man, that's kind of the biggest fail I've ever heard. Oh, I know. Dude. Oh, no, dude, you didn't. Yeah, I did. It sucks. That fucking sucks. It fucking sucks a lot, I guess. Oh, shit.
grinded us. Damn life, motherfuckers. Just grinding us down. They just want to take you down. I know it, man. That's all it is. Well, I guess we're still standing on Elton John's file. No, man, that, that's Sorry. fucked up, dude. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> that is fucked. Whoa. Damn, dude. This thing's kind of getting wiry, you know what I mean? Whew. My goodness. Maybe we should, uh, you know, call it call it a day or whatever. What do you think? What are you thinking about that? Well, dude, this has been pretty fucking cool to talk to my Earth 3 counterpart. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Thank you. I, you too, uh, man. I think we should probably stop doing it because I'm starting to see temporal cracks in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it could just be the fucking veins in my eyes, too. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. No. We just shoot blanks for the rest of our lives. Is that really a fucking bad thing? Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, you know? Well, it's good to know that my cartoon character is totally real. Yeah, you too, man. It's been sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like a fucking miracle. Right it's now. fucking sick, dude. Alright, dude. I'm going to shut her down. Yeah. You shut her down, too. We'll probably never get this chance again, but it's been an honor, man. Yep, and I just want to say you're not a failure. You called me a failure? Yeah, at the beginning of the show, but I didn't mean it. You're fucking awesome, dude, and I oh, wanted to tell you. You know what, dude? Back at you, man. Thanks, man. You're not a fucking failure either. I appreciate it, man. I want to let people out there know. Yep, that's right, you guys. All right, man. All right, shut her down, dude. All right, dude. Wait! Later. Oh, that's it, dude. He's gone. Kind of like fucking Kaiser Soze or some shit. Pretty wild, man. I think I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna unplug this thing. Uh, well, I did it. I broke through. Now I got a fucking shitload of microwave parts. I gotta get rid of and disposed of. And who knows if the FCC may be tracking me by now? I don't know. But it was kind of worth it. Uh, just to show you that failure is across the fucking universe and in every timeline and in every place apparently there's no perfect shit, right? Well, that fucking sucks to hear. I guess if you did find the fucking perfect shit you find the imperfection in that too. Isn't that kind of how it is? So failure is the fabric of the fucking universe, dude. I'm gonna close up the show, man. I want to thank uh, C2. I want to apologize to Chainsaw again for uh, opening up the portal and uh, in your uh, kitchen. That that wasn't cool. All right, I'm going to close up the shop, man. Hold on. Well, one thing's for sure. I don't think this fucking episode's a fucking failure. I think it's a success. I won't know until I go back and listen to it, but... Uh, I think we fucking pulled it off, man. <laughs> oh. Well, it was cool to find out that Aldrin is real, and it's cool to know that fucking Zerth is real. <laughs> I like the whole thing, you know? So Matt Groening's right, man. He's going back in time, and he's doing all this shit. It's nice to know I'm not tripping. Like I said, if you want to convert your microwave into a time-traveling machine, go for it. You heard the instructions. <laughs> anyway, man. <laughs> Aldrin is a cool motherfucker, right? Punk as fuck. He likes all the cool shit. Uh, and he's a stoner. You know, here in this reality, I draw him in my comic called Fucked Up Cartoon Animal Romance. That started back in 2002. And then by uh, 2005, I brought him to life in Sophie Crumb's TP number one in New York City. 
where it was published with fucking 15 other artists, including uh, Fire and Obando from the fucking If You Like Pina Coronas episode, which is a classic episode. First episode, first season. <laughs> Me and Sophie Crumb are not fucking friends. <laughs> anyway, uh, it did come out. You know, pretty cool, pretty classic shit. Ended up leading me into uh, making a full-length comic book about Aldrin. I started issue number two, and I failed on that one. I did not finish it. Sorry, Spike. I tried to get it turned into a cartoon and pitched at Adult Swim. That fucking failed, too. You think you fucking fail? We all fucking fail. My chick isn't having me back, dude. I shouldn't have opened a portal in her fucking kitchen. I fucking failed. <laughs> eh, what do you want? Shit fucking sucks. She's out having a time of her life. I'm making this podcast. Life goes on. I'm gonna smoke this fucking bowl. There ain't much to it but to do it, man, you know? But if you don't try anything, you'll fucking fail, dude. I guarantee you. That's the true failure. Am I going to meet somebody else? I don't know. Maybe I'll always be a failure, according to what I believe spiritually. The flesh is a failure. (laughs) Absolve into it, man. Make your art out of it. Have a good fucking time. And uh, tune tune back in to Adam Air MD GED Underground Cartoon Fucking Therapy Motherfucker. And remember, I fucking fail, but I love you. Whatever. You know what I'm fucking saying. God damn it. You're listening to Adam Air MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. Fucker. You're listening to Adam Air MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy Dude